This is Billy Corbin, co-founder of Rack and Tour, director of Cocaine Cowboys, The U, and Magic City Hustle, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own, homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. Live Highlight returns to Magic City Casino in July 2019. But guys, remember to live the highlight. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Chicago and Dumavid. <laughs> oh, no! I dare you. Stop being a bitch. Wow off wow. over here. What's up, bro? Boy. Yeah, boy. What are we, 176? 176. Nice. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lemon City Live podcast brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. Oh, yeah. I'm your boy, Larry Fresh. And on today's Fresh! Right. And as always, joined by the undefeated, undisputed king of podcasting himself, the producer, Fungus. <laughs> Fungus Among Us, who's, uh, you know, 176 episodes in a row. And, uh, bro, let's just get right to a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow, bro. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. This is the Thanksgiving Day episode That's of right. uh, Let Me See Live. Hopefully, you guys, while you're listening to this, you have enjoyed some good uh, some good poutine, hopefully, if it's a Canadian. Poutine? <laughs> it's a Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, think, I think they celebrate on a different day. Yeah, maybe. And, uh, you know, maybe some ceviche and uh, <laughs> what other weird things? Uh, lobster. Gallo Pinto. Gallo Pinto. We'll have yeah. a very Hispanic Thanksgiving. That's right. But, uh, but yeah, on today's show, we're going we're gonna to discuss some stuff that's happened. We're going we're to talk, we're talk Thanksgiving. We got to do a little course, favorite bro. dishes. Top five Thanksgiving dishes Ooh, coming at you. Yeah. We got potato chip talk later right. on. You know, that's happening. Um, yeah, there was some football game this weekend that was kind of a big deal, right? Yeah, kind of a big deal. A little yeah. bit. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but no, but no bullshit. No, we got, uh, we're, we're definitely going to talk FIUUM. It was a big thing, big highlight of the weekend. And uh, joining us a little later on the show is the one, the only, the voice of FIU sports. Basketball, baseball, football, everything. The yeah. one, the only AJ Ricketts. He's going to be joining us. To uh to to talk about that, but anyway, Gus, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. You good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're uh we're a little tedious today. We oh, had to uh, a little that scheduling. Makes me sad. Yeah, a little <laughs> little. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Wow. There it is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a little scheduling conflict. Uh, we're we're out a day later than we normally are. Yeah. It's not new release Wednesday, but uh, new release Thanksgiving Day. But anyway, committed to always giving you the best sports lemonade and the best sports juice. We're here. You like that? Right. Um, but anyway, it is Thanksgiving Day Eve. Um, are you, you said you have a wedding tomorrow, right? That's yeah. So you're celebrating Thanksgiving. Are you going to have a dinner? Yeah, yeah. So when is the dinner? Like at it's the wedding? At the wedding, yeah. What? Yeah, man. That's a little different. They're thankful for each other, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, how about that? <laughs> um, I, I think they're gonna dress up as pilgrims and Indians. Yeah, yeah. That's, no. that would be <laughs> that would be super inappropriate. <laughs> oh shit! Um, 
But anyway, dude, like, I don't know, this, does it feel a little weird? I feel like the holidays are kind of coming by a little fast. I didn't get into Halloween spirit. Bro, I feel like Halloween was yesterday. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I man. do feel like it was yesterday. Like, I was just eating Halloween candy. Uh, Halloween kind of just happened. I was it eating just... Halloween candy today. Yeah? Yeah, Starburst. So, <laughs> <laughs> the pink ones, bro. That's the best one, right? I think it had pink and yellow. Is there, what's the best one? Pink, right? Or do you even have a best one? I don't have a best dude, one. Dude, I will. Bro, I will fight people for a pink Starburst. It's good. Yeah. It's the best. Easy. All right. All right. It's one of the best. Ca- it's the pink Starburst is on a top five mm. of candy. Vice candy. Vice candy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, but speaking of top five. All right. So Thanksgiving is tomorrow. What? I mean, do you want to do top five of Thanksgiving things? Or just tell me what are you looking forward to tomorrow? If you can have your ideal Thanksgiving setup, what's that one thing? Because I got a couple. One I haven't yeah. had in a long time. I've only had one. You know what? Uh-huh. I think the thing I have number one on my list, yeah. I've only had it one time in my life. What is it? Ah, bro. A little suspense here, bro. Are you going to tell me or no? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Tell, you tell me yours first. <laughs> Mine's good. Uh, I always look forward to stuffing. Really? My sister makes some bomb-ass stuffing. Oh, okay. But this year we're not going to have it because we got that wedding. Uh-huh. So I have no idea what they're going to serve at this wedding. I don't know if they're going to have traditional Thanksgiving food or not. Really? They fucking better. Man. <laughs> because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of upset people probably. Because yeah, it's fucking dude. Thanksgiving. You have, yeah, you, seriously. You, you look forward to uh, uh, fucking stuff on your face with ah. Thanksgiving food, this very particular type of food, all year. So if they have just like, I don't know, Nicaraguan food or something like that, which I yeah. fucking love Nicaraguan food, 364 days out of the year, I'll be like, fuck yeah, Nicaraguan food. But on Thanksgiving Day, you know, give me that turkey, bro. Give me that. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I will hijack the wedding and I'll play that as they're walking down the aisle. <laughs> like that, huh? Yeah, bro. No, I, uh, okay, so mine, very close nominee for is sweet potato casserole. I oh, freaking love yes. that with the marshmallows on top. Of course, bro. That shit slaps. Oh, like, it does. And, it, and I'm You've only had that once? No, no, no. That's not, the, that's not my oh, number one. Okay, okay. Um, my, that one is up there as far as. I feel like I'm not talking right into the mic there. No. Um, that one's up there. You know, I really do enjoy that one. And then I'm always like Thanksgiving for my crib growing up has always been. Um, what do you call this? Ham oh, over yeah. turkey. Right. Yeah. That's like the Hispanic thing. Yes. Is that a white people thing? The ham? Yeah. Um, do they do that, too? I don't know. They go bird, right? Yeah, they obviously go bird. But yeah. like, I don't know. In my house, we do both. Oh, yeah? We got ham and we got turkey. You do both? Yeah, bro. See, I remember just strictly doing ham most of the time, and then if we might have uh, turkey or we might have another bird, you know, a chicken. Yes, or a hen. Mm. Ooh, a hen. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of different. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. I remember my, my aunt likes to get a hen because she knows everybody's like, you know, she knows somebody's going to have the turkey, somebody's going to bring a ham, and she'll be like, yo, I'm, I'm rolling up with a hen, and a it's hen. always fucking delicious. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. I was trying know. to play it off like I knew what a hen and a chicken was, but I didn't know that was... Isn't a hen like a type of chicken? Yeah. But is this a chicken? I guess. It's just fancy name? Like, no, oh, this is I a hen? No, I think there's actually... I think there's a difference? Yeah, maybe you they're cousins. So? Or, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like when you're... When, uh, when you see a pair of cousins and they both yeah. look so much alike that you think they're related? You think they're they're like brothers or twins okay. or some shit like that? All right. Kind of like that. Maybe it's like a size difference. Oh, maybe. Or maybe, maybe, like, a hen is a female. Oh. So wait, we've been eating dude yeah. chickens? I don't know. I don't even know chickens that sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, dude! If there's somebody listening right now who's like, dude, these guys are idiots. A hen is whatever it is yeah. that we don't know right now. Oh well, fuck but, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So my number one, no hen for the you. Thanksgiving uh, thing. I had it one time, and this goes props to my boy C Dub, throwing it down. Thanksgiving, oh. I want to say 2004, probably in the Navy. In the Navy, okay. my boy, he's got that chef's. He's a, he's a cook. Mm-hmm. Homeboy can cook. Nice. And he he can get down on, on whatever it is he's making. He can make some exceptional food. Not to mention he's an exceptional barber, an exceptional human being. But anyways, uh, my boy can cook and invited me over to Thanksgiving back in the day. And he made deep fried turkey. Oh, have you dude, had that? I had it this week. Really? Yeah. I've only had that that one time in my life. Bro. How good is that? It is the best way to eat turkey. Seriously, right? Yeah. Like, so is that not? So that's got to be number one. It's so good. It is. It's the best one. And it stays juicy. Like Yes. So on Sunday, my cousin had a Friendsgiving. She invited me. Uh-huh. I had, you know, Thanksgiving with her and her friends and whatever. And um, and her husband makes deep fried turkey. Every He's been doing it for years. Yeah. And uh, whatever, you know, delicious. It's juicy, whatever. I took some home with me, and I had it for lunch on Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday, still juicy. And you know, Dolly. yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, turkey is yes. is very dry. No- notorious for being dry as fuck, yeah. especially oh. leftover turkey. Yeah. No, bro, but the deep fried good. turkey, juicy, Damn, bro. Dude, I'm telling juicy. you, I, I had it that one time, and I still dream about it. I still think, and I remember yeah. he had the the pot outside, yep. and it was a cold day because it was up in Virginia, so yeah. it was cold outside. And then he had this thing cooking outside, and he would come by and he'd lift it up, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I still need more time. You have to bro. do it outside. Yeah. Because it's dangerous to do it inside. Really? It could explode or something, right? It could right? explode, yeah. That's some crazy shit. Like, why are we yeah. fucking, why are we playing with death when it comes to eating food here, bro? Amen. Like, it's like, man, we must make this turkey yeah. as dangerous as possible. You know? I don't know why <laughs> Russian created deep fried turkey, but I feel like they had something to do with it. Like, what? I feel like, like Russians don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's why they invented deep fried turkey. Maybe we take out some Americans on the yeah, way. for real. You know? But... Man, I'll tell you, that's definitely up there. I think that and then my sweet potato casserole and then everything else just fights. Like, I love a good honey ham. Oh, yes. Fuck a good honey ham, dude, with a slice. Had that, too. You had the, the pineapple yeah. on the top? No, no pineapple. Oh. Or maybe when I got to it, the pineapple was yeah, gone. Yeah, pineapple was gone. Oh, oh man, probably. it's so but, good. Yeah. But, oof. Anyway, Thanksgiving also, tomorrow. biscuits. Ooh, biscuits. Yep. Yeah. Underrated. Those are very, very underrated. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, a split open the biscuit butter inside, or do you just put the butter on top of the biscuit? If I'm going to butter it, I'm putting it inside. Inside? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Get yeah, that yeah. nice little juice. I yeah, mean, that man. little heat, you yep. know, to like melt it all nice. Yeah. But you and have seen the people who put it on the top, right? And then just eat yes. it like that. It's like they yeah. save a step. But I'm like, I need that extra step. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. And uh, what I like to do is actually I get two biscuits. Ooh. One I eat by itself, uh-huh. so I can just savor the biscuit flavor. Mm. And the other one I use it to make a little sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, be- wait, are we talking biscuits or dinner rolls here? Because no, there's biscuits, bro. biscuits. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right, McDonald's all right. breakfast style. Son. All right. Well, welcome to Lemon City Live Thanksgiving Day edition <laughs> of uh, the Food Channel. And uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about cooking and culinary arts. All right. Uh, no, I. But um, anyway, tomorrow it's gonna be fun. I'm spending it with family. Yeah. You got your wedding. We'll uh, we'll talk some more about it next week. But in other news, we got some uh, some stuff to talk about. But before that, Gus, let's feel old together. You ready? Yeah. I'm gonna give you a couple of things here, and I want us to both feel old. Okay. Ready? I'm How about I'm this? Ready. Where were you 18 years ago when you when you <laughs> first heard Ludacris's uh, second album, Word of Mouth? When you first, what, 
Which one was on? Is that Move Bitch? Get out the way. Was that on that one? I no. think so. Yeah, I think so. No, I think that was album. Oh, sh- you know what? I'm gonna go Google it. Let okay, me look it up. Let me see. But I remember the album. I remember when it came out. You know, it was uh, 2001, 18 years ago, obviously. And I was um with my boy Miguel. You know Miguel. Yeah. I was with Miguel, right, listening to it in his car with a really? couple, with a couple of our friends. Yeah. I can't picture Miguel like jamming out to Ludacris, dude. Oh yeah, bro. Miguel, yeah. he he had that. That album and uh, Jagged Edge on rotation. Oh, yeah. Jagged Edge. He had those two on rotation. Damn. Oh, okay. So here's the track list. It was the Roll Out. That's roll the out. one. That's Damn, right. That's right. Damn, dude. Go to sleep, ho. Yeah. Go to sleep, ho. That's go to that, sleep. Right? That's the next one. On the t- <laughs> that was the next track. If you tired, be quiet and go to sleep, sleep ho. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got hoes in different area codes. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yep, yeah, yep. that was it. Move bitch was on that one. There you go. Yeah, and, and classic. That's one a classic of the, album. One of the underrated songs on that album that I really, really liked. That it was a single, but it's, it's Saturday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That sticky, shit icky, was icky, icky. sticky, icky, icky. Man, <laughs> it's uh, it was that was definitely the gem. That was a classic. So anyway, eighteen years ago, we can all feel collectively old together as Ludacris was in his sophomore debut. Or sophomore uh, release of Word of Mouth. So, yeah, that's that's where we were. Flashing it back to uh, July 3rd of 2001. Yeah, man. You know, that's when the album came out, bro. Or actually, no. Sorry, wait. Word of Mouth came out. Yeah, that, that was the Area Codes was released on July 3rd. I mean, let's bro, see here. There is someone out there who still makes the move bitch joke. Oh, for sure. And uh, I he, know who <laughs> it is. <laughs> who is it? I know, I'm not going to say his name, but I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, someone Chris knows who it is. We'll put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, <laughs> he's laughing about this right now. I know he is. And, uh, but yeah, I know that that you know what's scared, uh, sad today, bro. I was at work and this guy that sits next to me. I was talking to him and I was and I just I don't know how he came about, but I was like, Yo, bro, I'm going streaking down the Palladium <laughs> through the quad, man. I'm getting light. You know, I started doing that. And he just looked at me like, I don't know what you're talking about, Edwin. And I was like, you, I was like, you don't know wow. where that's from, dude? And he's like, nah. And I was like, you sh- really? Who was like, that? Who was that? Bro, I don't want to put him on blast, but he's, I don't think he's going to listen to the show, but he's my coworker. Uh-huh. And yeah, he just, <laughs> bro, you know, yes, it's been a while. It's been a while. And it this merits the pit. I, it, you know, you got to know old school, bro. You can't know, not know Will Ferrell, bro. So you yeah, it, throw Josh, you're in the pit. Oh, no! <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude. So, yeah. Will Ferrell's classic, bro. Will Ferrell's definitely classic, bro. He's so hot right now. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I tell you, man, it's uh, it, it was kind of sad. But, yeah, again, bro, this we're, we're getting old, bro. 2020 is like, dude, I'm on my 20-year reunion. Yeah. I'm on my 20-year high school reunion. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I'm old, bro. But, anyway, that's what's happening. And, and if you really want to feel old, just close your eyes and imagine that 34 years ago today, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that Rocky Balboa, Ooh. the one, the only Rocky. He, uh, who did he knock out? Drago. That's right, bro. He knocked his ass out. Um. Oh wait, I thought yeah, I had man. something here. There it is. There we go. So 34 years ago, let's try this again. Yeah. 34 years ago today, Rocky Balboa shocked the world, knocking out Ivan Drago in the 15th round of a heavyweight bout. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. That was the Cold War, baby. Hell yeah, man. USA. 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 If I can change, and you can change, (laughs) we can all change. (laughs) And everybody's like, yeah, 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, man. It's uh, yeah, bro. So that concludes. <laughs> there you go, cuz. Good job. That concludes the uh, the get old portion of the show. Now we're gonna get with the young timers. Let's get with the the youth here, Gus. Wow. Yep. Um, if you don't know, Miami was officially renamed FIU. The, uh, the 305 area code is uh, strictly uh, registered at University Park over at uh, the Modesto Medic campus and the Biscayne Bay campus, too. Cause, you know, true that. True true that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, bro. Um, Gus, you were at the game. So, yes. If you don't know FIU won, I don't know where you've been. What? But, um, FIU yeah. won? Yes, you were oh, there. Holy shit. What? Wow, I went to the bathroom <laughs> and I missed the whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> But anyway, so the new Kings of Miami is the Florida International Panthers. Yep. And, uh, bro, you were there, man. What? Like, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it with AJ in a little bit. But yeah, I, I want to know from you. I'm going to interview you here. Tell me at what. Because, okay, first of all, I called it. You and did there's text it. messaging to prove it. I said the scores would be 35-33. But I said FIU wins. But then again, I kind of say that every week, so it's not. Hey, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna say like I had some special inside info, you know, some secret juice here. But no, I, 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 I had a feeling. But in my defense, uh-huh. I have been saying it for weeks. That hold on, there we go. I have been saying it for weeks that this Canes team is not as advertised. Oh no, no, no. And I've been saying it for weeks that this FIU team could compete. Yeah. And I've been saying, I said, it. they played a, a month earlier. I said it was 50-50. I, I, I said I would not be surprised if FIU won. Yeah. Now, what did surprise me was the fact that UM was going into this game, riding a three-game win streak and coming off a bye. Plenty of time to prepare. Yes. A lot was at stake here the, at the old side of the uh, Orange Bowl. And I don't think th- a lot was at stake for the U. No, it is. It is. You can't when no, you're. They had no, more to lose than to gain. They well, didn't yeah, have, exactly. They had That's why there's a lot at stake Not because really. what you are gonna lose. A lot at stake is when you either have a lot to gain or a lot to lose. But if you only have a lot to lose, then yeah, that's still that's still a lot at stake. Anyway, we're splitting hairs here, bro. Yeah. But the point is, I uh, I was genuinely um, not surprised that we won it. What did surprise me was the manner in which we won it. You know what I mean? Yes. That was most impressive to me. But now, Gus, tell me, you were there. Dominance. At man. what point in the game did you go, oh, shit. FIU's got a chance. Can they pull this off? It was uh, when, they, when they scored for the first time in the second half. Because uh, as soon as the second half started, you know, they got that, uh, they got that turnover. Uh-huh. And then they capitalized off of it. So it's it was just a continuation of everything that was going on in the first half. Yeah. And at that moment, I knew. I was like, holy shit. UM did not come out here with with any any uh, change in strategy or yeah. anything like that. Maybe they did change strategy, but FIU picked up on it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it was just a, more of, of the first half. And I, I was shocked. It was shocking. Yeah. You know, like going. No, nobody realistically thought that FIU was going to win the game. You know, maybe maybe you had a feeling and you called it. You know, yes. you went out on a you went out on a limb and you and you called it. Which, by the way, that's what I did at the very beginning of the season. But I also said they were both going to be undefeated. Oh, yeah, we both yeah, going we, into the game. We both thought everybody thought they were going to be two eight and zero teams here. Yeah, and uh, college game day was going to be here and shit. Yep. But no, nah, that nah, didn't happen. That didn't happen. Not not even a little bit. You imagine if they both were eight and zero and they did do college game day, it would have to be at FIU because they yeah. were the home team. Yep. What, bro? That would have been crazy. Bananas. What if, and what if. Man, if, they, if only teams they were, are six and six, now. if only they were both 
8-0 going into this game and FIU won that game. Yeah. That would have been insane because if you if UM was 8-0 going into this game. 8-0, 10-0, whatever the, the, whatever the, the, whatever the, record, the record is. record was supposed to be. <laughs> I think yeah. 8-0 is underscoring. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, if they were undefeated going into this game, UM probably would have been ranked like six or some shit like that. Yeah. So for FIU to beat them would have been a huge deal. Yeah, that's true. And to stay undefeated, yeah. But anyways, now we're, now we're just talking about fictional Fictional characters. <laughs> 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 but it's still, man, it's a big-ass deal for for the Panthers. You know, going to the game, you, you as soon as FIU scored their first uh, points, which was a field goal, mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, cool, we got the fucking lead. Yeah. You know, FIU has a lead, that's awesome. But, you know, I didn't feel like it was going to continue within that trajectory. Yeah. I think they got a turnover, like, or, or they forced the Canes to punt right after that and whatever. It was a, it was a low scoring game in in the first quarter. I think after the at the end of the first quarter it was ten to zero. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That's high scoring when you really think about what's yeah. at, what's <laughs> at stake here, Gus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I was over in uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach. Uh huh. Jamming. Jamming. Slapping the bass. When uh slapping the bass, and uh, I was uh I was getting ready to watch the Killers perform at Riptide. Prior to them, uh, the 1965 was playing, and it was really crowded. I'm, I'm trying to enjoy the show. It was a good time. 1960, 1975, sorry. I said the one 1965. What the, the fuck is that? I don't know. It's some group, bro. They, <laughs> like the, the music was cool. The visuals were cool, but the band didn't match the sound. It was weird. Uh-huh. Um, and right. they're from Manchester, so it's just some British dudes. Okay. But they, they, they got some cool jams. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm checking it out. I'm listening to it, and it's, not, it's really, really crowded. People are really vibing here, feeling it. And my signal is pretty crap. But, you know, I turned on those Lemon City Live tweet alerts. Right. And then bo- bad boys were going through. You know, I nice. couldn't load up anything, but those alerts were coming through. So when you put out a, oh, early 3 nothing lead, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's, like, jumping around me. And I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, 10 nothing. I'm like, what? And then it was, like, you know, 16 nothing at, at half. And I was yeah. like, and I, I tell Cindy Inter, I'm like, look at this, look at this. And, she, you know, we're both like, all right, just stop looking at it. You know, like, yeah. just don't, don't, don't mess it up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I truthfully did not catch a minute of the game. I was at the show. I was rocking yeah. out. Like I said, Killers came on, like, around 830. They finished. By the time they finished, we started walking back to the car. We were all the way on the other end. And by the time we got into the car, like, I, as we were getting close, we walked by some bar that was showing the game. Okay. And I saw, like, I'm like, wow, this is really happening. Yeah. You know, and then by the time I got on the in the car, I was able to hear the uh, the broadcast and catch the last few minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, but tell me, man, how was it when Anthony Jones scored that touchdown, man? How cool was that? Man, what a moment, man. Yeah. What, uh, somebody, that was the dagger. Somebody, that was the dagger. That was the dagger. Yeah. Somebody tweeted the greatest run in FIU history. Oh, everything in that game was the greatest ever in FIU history. You beat yeah. Big Brother. Yeah. Everything you did. James Morgan had the best quarterback performance <laughs> ever. You <laughs> yeah. know, uh, 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 was the guy uh, who caught the, the screen touchdown at the beginning? Was it Gator? No, not Gator. No, he scored uh, the other Shamar, Shamar Thornton. Thornton. He, that was the greatest screen, uh, bubble screen ever <laughs> in the history of FIU. Uh, this guy, uh, Thornton, in the b- play action where they did the little pass, and he was wide yeah. open in the back of the end zone. That was the greatest play action, but wide open missed, in the end zone. Huh? But he missed that catch. No, he caught that one. The touchdown that they scored late. I forget who caught the pass. Again, I wasn't there. I don't know. But if you want to know, check out LemonCityLive.com where we have a full recap from both perspectives, UM and FIU. That's right. So, But anyway, it was great. It was phenomenal. It was such a cool feeling driving back. You're thinking of Tony Gator. Gator, that guy. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was such a good feeling driving back, and I just was like in disbelief, man. I was just like, bro, I don't know what just happened here. You yeah. Know? It was but, insane, dude. I, but, got, I get home, and I see my brother. And uh, we just sort of look at each other like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then the next day, I forgot what we were doing, but 
um, uh, we were driving somewhere. Yeah. And we just, as we're driving, we just sit, we're sitting there in quiet, and then we just look at each other, and we're like, we're, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, we couldn't talk about anything else, you know what I mean? It was yep. just, we, we felt like we were just living in a dream world. It was crazy, man. Taking crazy pills. That's right. Um, no, it, it's, it definitely was something. You know what I really liked, though? I got to hand it out, man. All these, like, like closet FIU fans came out on social media oh, yeah. all over yep. the place trashing yep. UM fans, which is fine. Like, it's good. I just hope they stay on this bandwagon, yeah. you know, into next season and really get behind the team. But it was nice to see social media dominated by by F an FIU presence for the Hell first yeah, time, dude. you know? Yeah, it's, man. And I get it. All the Canes fans, oh, whatever, we have history. Oh, whatever, this, that, and the other. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yo, we won. Like, you, you, you can say what you want about the past, yeah. but at this moment right now, until the next time you play us, which is I don't know when anymore, there's nothing's, um, nothing's on schedule. Nothing's scheduled. Yeah. We own it. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. We beat it. We, 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 and not only that, again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning. In the matter in which we won, the fact that it was a dominating start to finish, wire to wire win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's something we haven't seen FIU do at all this season. Yeah. You know, and coming off of a blowout loss to FAU. Yeah. Like nothing makes sense. Exactly. You know, like nothing <laughs> makes sense. It's all crazy. But uh, but you know what? I think right now let's let's get AJ Ricketts on. Let's let's hear from him, his perspective. Let's get him on, and uh, let's see what, what how it looked like through his eyes. All right, Lemonheads joining us now on the phone is the voice of FIU Sports. Whoa! All right, AJ Ricketts. What's up, AJ? How's it going, man? Hello, AJ. You hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys now. Sorry, oh. sorry. I'm in downtown Pensacola and some. Some folks started bursting out in song, so I'm going a little nice. quieter here. How's it going, guys? Hey, you sound, sound like you're having a better time than we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving Eve, I guess you, you expect the unexpected here, wherever you're at. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I spent some some nights in uh, Pensacola. I used to be. Oh, I, yeah, I went to uh, it's, I was in the uh, Navy. A, a wonderful place. Yeah, I grew up here for uh, six, uh, 16, 18 years. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, it's good to be back for one night, it, uh, but it'll be right back to uh, – to Miami on Thanksgiving. We've got a charter up to Marshall Friday morning, and hopefully keep this keep this wave going. Oh yeah, awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, hey, uh, just a reminder: you can follow uh, AJ at AJ Ricketts on Twitter and IG. That's at AJ Ricketts. Um, AJ, well, let's get straight to it, man. Uh, Saturday night, it was it, it, it's it's something everybody's still talking about. I mean, I know it's about yeah, it was. Uh, it's, it's sorry, I, I can kind of, you're kind of faint in the background trying to trying to. Hold the phone close to my ear here. Yeah, Saturday night it was, you know, what what a joyous night it was. That's that's the only way I can describe it. Uh, you know, I, I told Kenny during the game, you, you got the sense something special was happening you know, midway through the second quarter. Um, you know, when the game started, I was I was almost a little concerned, you know, even after the interception and, and the field goal that we had, because um, I was kind of getting uh, flashbacks to last year when when we were having trouble moving the football. We, nearly had negative yardage in the first half last year. You know, our first two offensive possessions, you know, I don't think we, we got a first down. And, and thankfully, the field position got us a field goal. Um, but, you know, it, it was still nice to take a lead. But then you start putting together first downs and you start getting some momentum. And, and our defense was was playing outstanding. And, you know, by the middle of the second quarter, I told Kenny, starting to get a, a different vibe here that, that maybe this team can compete throughout the game. And, and that's, of course, you know, what, what they kept up and, and just it's an absolutely special night little Havana okay well now all right so you you kind of uh segue to my next question was when during the game 
did you feel like, yo, I, this this can happen. This is some something's brewing right now. When, at what point did you feel like, I mean, like you really like you could see this? Well, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I guess Jose's kick right before the half, right? Um, to put together a drive, you know, even when we punted uh, throughout the game, it seemed as if we we put together some first downs and 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 took, you know kept the you know time of possession respectable and you know Jose drills it from fifty. We go into the half up yeah. thirteen nothing, um, and you just you kind of take a deep breath and say this is as good a situation as we could have, we could have asked for, um, you know, when Jose makes kicks like that, it just gives this team a jolt, whether it's at the end of practice or the end of a half in the biggest game of the season. So you know, he made that field goal and had a really good feeling. And then, you know, first play of the second half, uh, the interception for Sage. And then you really start thinking, Oh wow, this is, we're picking up where we left off. And it, it just, that anticipation kept building and, it was funny. I was listening to Billy Gill on uh, talking during the local hour. And I think me and him shared the same sentiments though. Like even in the third quarter, <laughs> I kept thinking Miami came back four touchdowns against Virginia tech. Like it <laughs> yeah. could only, it's still only a two possession game. This could turn on a whim, but at the same time, I knew we were playing a special game and, and thankfully that kept rolling. So did you, did you notice anything different about the team going into the game? Like maybe those like a, a, a different focus or anything like that. Is there anything like that that you noticed? Oh, you, you know, looking back, you hope to think so. Um, I, you know, I always like to walk around the, uh, you know, the sidelines maybe about 20 to 30 minutes before, before I have to go on air. Um, and, it, and, it, and it's a funny question because, you know, there'll be times I walk around the sideline and I feel guys are, are locked in and ready to go. And then, you just don't see that performance, you know, whether it be FAU or, or middle Tennessee, it's, you know, it's a tough result. So uh, at times I feel like I've just kind of not tried to take too much stock, you know, into the focus or the body language pregame, but, you know, cause you, you expected it to be laser sharp um, for this game. But, uh, you know, I just, I, you know, I was telling folks, I just hope we have a competitive game. I hope we can, you know, make it make it tight in the second and then eventually third quarters and you never know what can happen from there and um and i, I think just getting off to a good start getting the pick getting getting the field goal i mean and again by the middle of the second quarter i told kidding you know this 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 team's fighting this team's putting things together and, and they were able to keep that going but i i, I can't say before the game i that i that i saw the players and said yeah we're gonna upset them tonight i can't say that was the case so AJ, you and you and Kenny Kelly, you mentioned them are are both Canes. So um, you guys must have experienced this game in some weird type of lens. I don't know. How, how, tell us how you experienced it being a former Kane or being sure. a Kane. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a that's a great question, and certainly one that's that's imposed of us you know, all throughout this past couple of weeks. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and I was able to talk about it right after the clock hit zero. So you know. I ran for Miami track. Kenny was on a much bigger platform as the quarterback. You know, we're, we're very, it's, you know, we'll admit it. Absolutely. You know, UM had a big bearing on, on our success and, and where we are at this point in, in our lives. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's so fun. You know, I was talking about this on Twitter this week. It's so fun to, you know, be present, to, to invest where you are now, to dig in with the people around you. Um, you know, which Davis used to be the head coach of Canes. And, and, you know, he's all about FIU, you know, obviously as the head coach. You know, and we, we do have a couple of former Canes on staff, but 
you know, it's, uh, it, it's just so much more fun to, to get after it with where you are right now. And the thing is, you know, everyone, I know it at UM has, has no problem that I'm, that I'm all about FIU right now. You know, the closest people, you know, I'm with at FIU have no problem that I went to UM, but you know, I try to be quiet about my UM past on, on social media because that, you know, that's not my role. That's not where I'm at right now at this point in time. Um, yeah, some people are asking text. me, were you, were you <laughs> upset after the game or how did it feel as a former Kane? I said, it, well, it felt great. <laughs> this was a, it's one of the greatest moments in FIU history. I got to be a small part of it. Uh, yeah, it's just what, what a great time to be an FIU Panther right now. And, uh, there's so many special people around the program that are they're giving FIU everything they've got right now. And I hope I can, I can be a small part of that and, and Kenny as well. So uh, it was just a special night. And yeah, we used to go to UM, but right now, you know, we're at FIU. And what a time to be an FIU Panther. That's right. Pause up, baby. I like it. Pause up. <laughs> Pause up, Papa. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was, uh, it's funny because Gus was the, Gus was representing Lemon City out there. We had our photographers and we had, uh, we also have a writer who covers the Hurricanes. So we had both, both areas covered, you know, from both our different writers. I was actually not at the game. I wasn't invited. Um, oh. <laughs> but I caught what you said at the end of the broadcast. I actually, um, I was listening to the game on the radio on my way home from, I was at Riptide, man. I'll just put it out there. Uh, and, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I just finished rocking out to the Killers. It was a good time. And my wife and I are coming back and I'm listening to the game on the radio. And I, you know, I have the choice, FIU radio, UM radio. And it's obviously two different, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sentiments right after the game. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm sure. But let me tell you, man, you guys did such a great job. I was really feeling it. Like you, you guys captured that moment and... The fact, and you, I remember when you mentioned the fact that you know you are Canes and that Kenny's a Kane and everything like that. But you guys were like, like super proud. This is a very proud moment. I've, I'm an FIU Panther. You know, I'm, I'm proud to, to see what this team has turned into and what it has accomplished. So kudos to that, man. Very, very good job. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I said this at the, the coaches show, the pep rally we had Monday. You know, if this is what it takes for FIU students to feel a little bit more validated to wear blue and gold to post orange green, so be it. But, you know, I tell you, I'm so happy for the FIU community, for, for those that have stuck with the program through, through some tough years and, and, and get a moment like this. And, and, and I hope the students realize this, is, this could be, the, you know, the start of something special. But, you know, when they go to games – when they go to the coaches show, like they packed it on Monday, you know, they're not just supporting a team. You know, they're part of a program. Yep. And when, you know, with, when the FIU football players take the field, you know, when, when they're playing, they're not playing for the students. They're playing with the students. That's what you, that's the dynamic you want to have. You want to, you know, as a school, as a program, you want to be all together. It's not for the, for the student body. It's, it's with the student body. We're all together trying to achieve things that, that haven't been done before. And, you know, UCF is obviously the clear, easy model to to see, you know, mm -hmm. and how they've developed their program. You know, UCF students, I'm sure, were wearing Florida State UF all throughout, you know, the dark times of UCF football. But then once they started winning, you know, what a culture they, they've developed up there in Orlando, yeah. regardless of what's happened this year. And so I, you know, I hope it can we can do it at FIU. And Butch has talked about it, too. We can kind of piggyback off what's been done there and go to a New York six bowl, but just in, in terms of the student culture, you know, it's, it's happened before. Yeah. FIU has had the support 2010, 2011. I, think, I remember being a freshman at Miami, 
watching the Duke FIU homecoming game, sold out, incredible environment. I remember that left an impression on me. You can bring it. That could be a pretty good program. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we can get back to that point in time. But I'm just I'm just thrilled for the student body. Uh, we, we had students at that coaches show, people taking off of work and taking selfies with Butch. It, it was just such a fabulous environment, and I'm, and I'm so happy for, for the program. So AJ, I wanted to ask you about that that student um, um the coaches show on Monday, right? What was the ambiance like? What was that whole experience like? Because you guys do that every week. You guys do that every uh, week. Obviously, this one was a lot different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's a little mini. It's really a one eighty from some some previous show. guys. It felt like college game day. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a mini college game day. Uh, you know, I've been to college game day, and, but you know we had hundreds of people in the pit. There are people. I mean, if, if you're in the Graham Center, there's a second level, and there's windows that are just surround the pit as well. And mm-hmm. The windows were surrounded with people peering in on what the heck was going on. Then, as the show kept going on, you know, the band arrived, the the, the Spirit Squad, the cheerleaders showed up. Then the players got there. Now James Morgan walked in, and immediate you know, immediate applause and chants of Captain Morgan. Um, <laughs> You know, and I thought that was awesome too when they were banging the pots and pans when we got when they got back to FIU. And, and <laughs> yes, they weren't just cheering "Let's Go Panthers," they were chanting "Captain Morgan." I mean, that, that shows some IQ of what's going on here and like oh, who yeah. who our players are, you know, who who the big guns are on this team. Like you know, these these students are invested in you know jumping in the fountains after the game, and you know that that certainly translated. So, uh, I mean, for me personally, it was a pretty awesome moment just to look out and see the the interest and the the. Yeah, just people wanted to be engaged with, with FIU football and what Butch was saying. We, we showed highlights of the game, and you know, for that Tony Gator touchdown, that Anthony Jones run, you know, they they just went crazy at the GC because watching those plays again. Um, so I, I told my friends, you know, there there are plenty of Power Five programs for their coaches show this week. That you know, it's just another oh hum. You know, let's talk to coach. Certainly, this is different because it's the biggest <laughs> win in school history. But there are plenty of programs that did not have an atmosphere like that for their coaches show. And man, I just wish we had a, I wish we had a home game this week and, and yes. <laughs> could see yeah. the tangible result right away. But yeah, hopefully we can continue this at Marshall and we'll see where we get placed with a bowl game. If it's Boca or, or Gasparilla in Tampa, I'm sure we'll see a great contingent, but uh, if we can put together some wins in the season, boy, I tell you what, that home opener next year is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I got to tell you the, my favorite thing of everything you just said is FIU fans banging pots and pans because there's nothing more Miami than that. <laughs> nothing more Miami than that. You win in the city of Miami, the, the pots and pans come out. <laughs> Definitely. Let me, uh, now, I'm a little worried, though. Is Do you think uh, – because can a bowl game really top what just happened this weekend? Like, do you feel like there might be a little you – know? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, Depends what we play. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe in terms of, you know, how fired up the students get, you know, immediately after, perhaps not, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's the dynamics of, of this, this rivalry and, you know, that, that are hard to top, but the big picture of the program. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be a, a program that bases its success off one big win. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think the, the long-term brand of the program what speaks more to the success and, and what you're trying to build, you know, are those bowl games? How, how many bowl games are, are you winning? And what do you do in those situations? Um, we'll see maybe if we get matched up against the power five team and can make another statement. You know, we're in this beautiful time of the year, guys, where you know, once you hit six wins, you got a little free time on, on, on the MacBook, start, you know, Googling bowl game projections. <laughs> you see what CBS, what does Jerry Palm have? What does the athletic have? What does ESPN have? 
I was at the I was at the Doral Toyota dealership the other day getting some car maintenance. So it was a wonderful time to check the projections. Um, I saw different things, whether it be Gasparilla or Frisco Bowl, uh, Independence Bowl, and UNC, Texas, UCF were all three different opponents listed. But Ooh, you know, nice. I I can look at those right now. I, I'm sure Butch doesn't want the players or, or the coaching staff yeah, <laughs> looking no, at those. Absolutely. We got to focus on Marshall. I'm doing a little you know fast forwarding, just seeing what's uh what some possibilities are, but. We, we, we got to follow this up with a, with a good performance this weekend. Marshall's not an easy place to play. I know we went there two years ago when it was 40 degrees and terrible weather and mm-hmm. picked up a 16-point win, a 16-point dog. But uh, Marshall's Marshall's trying to win the USA East right now, so they're going to be pretty pretty motivated too. But, yeah, would a bowl game win me more than beating UM? You know, a lot of students probably tell you no. But <laughs> I, I, th- I think we, we need to do everything we can to keep this momentum going. Absolutely. But you know what? Hey, right now, we we, we, own, we own the 305. You know what I mean? So <laughs> got to ride got, that way. The we, city champs. Yeah, city just champs. ride it. City champs. <laughs> undefeated. Never lost. You know, like, <laughs> keep it that way. So until the next one. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, special night. Yeah. Once again, we're joined on we're joined on the Lemon City Live podcast here with uh, the voice of FIU Sports, AJ Riggins. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at AJ Riggins. And uh, AJ, before we let you go, we're it's it's obviously Thanksgiving Eve. You're you said you run track. You seem like the kind of guy who does like turkey trots and runs a 5K on Thanksgiving, which is definitely not what I would do. But uh, <laughs> but after you're done, understandable, run- <laughs> understandable. <laughs> but after you're done running, though, what's what is your go-to Thanksgiving meal? Like, what are you looking forward to the most? Oh, well, I I tell you what, I, you know, I got a 10 a.m. flight back to. to- to Miami tomorrow, so my, my my parents and shout out to my my mom Sandy. She's fixing me a, a fire Thanksgiving meal tonight on her birthday. Ooh. We're having lobster and green bean casserole, wow. so I'm about to get that in 30 minutes. But nice, um, you know I happy birthday. By I'll the be way. I'll be honest. Yeah, happy birthday, Sandy. Uh, I'll be honest. I I need to learn how to like fix a Thanksgiving meal, guys. Like I have, <laughs> you give me a turkey, I have no idea what to do. No I have no idea what I'm doing unless you give me the pre-packaged, like <laughs> put in the oven for four hours because it already has all the spices and everything you need to do. Like, yeah. unless I'm like, getting the pre-packaged turkey, I don't know what to do. Like my <laughs> first year out of college, I worked in M- as a sports anchor at NBC Wilmington, and so we had a friendsgiving. Guys, I I went to Popeyes, no Bojangles. <laughs> I went to Bojangles like three hours before the Friendsgiving, and I was like, "Do you guys have a turkey?" Like, <laughs> like they're like, "That's not how this works, man." <laughs> That's not, that, you need you need to do this way in advance. Get to this three hours ahead of time. Then you have to thaw it. I had no idea what I was doing. So, my my Thanksgiving <laughs> contribution, my Friendsgiving contribution year one out of college is like, I think the, the 10 piece meal from, from Bojangles <laughs> in Wilmington, North Carolina. So, so I, I should probably take a bigger role in, in um, my, my Thanksgiving contributions. Um, but you know, if, it, if it's up to me, yeah, big old turkey, some green bean casserole, maybe some lobster on the side, but when it's all said and done, you can never go wrong with Waffle House. I'm a part of the Waffle House family. Uh-huh. They're there for you 24-7, 365, <laughs> including Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. And uh, you know, now we have two Waffle Houses in Miami-Dade County. So yeah, I have no problem going there on Thanksgiving Day either. <laughs> I, I think Flanagan's is also open. Just oh, word. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Send them this clip. Maybe, maybe they'll give, give you a sponsorship. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, Flanagan's. Love it, man. Hey, well, AJ, thank you so much, man. We wish you uh, a safe travels here uh, tomorrow and this weekend up in Marshall. Uh, hoping for an FIU win. And uh, happy yeah. birthday to your moms there. And 
Thanks again yeah. for joining us, man. Hey, we really thanks, appreciate guys. It. Appreciate you having me on, on the podcast. Love seeing you guys uh, out covering FIU. It's a definitely a special time right. right now, and I hope yeah. we can get keep this thing rolling. So I'm sure we'll talk soon, and, and thanks again for having me. Yeah, man. We'll see you yep. at the next uh, basketball game. We'll be out there in, uh, in the awesome. for sure at the ball Perfect. game. Yeah, so. Jer- Jeremy Ballard's got things rolling, too, so ho- hopefully oh, that, yeah. that, that can keep going as yeah. well. We'll have you back to talk about that uh, hopefully in the near future. We'll, we'll talk some basketball, too. Heading into the Let's NCAA it, tournament. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, AJ. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. All right. Pause up, fam. We'll see you soon. Pause, Pause up. up. That was a good time. That was good, man. Give it up to, AJ uh, was dope. Yeah, bro. Give it up to our boy there coming through. And, uh, you know, give it up to him, bro. There you go. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, thanks again, AJ, for joining us. Remember, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at AJ Ricketts, the voice of FIU. Now, we talked FIU with him, right? So we got that perspective. But I think it's time we shift the focus a little bit. And what does this mean? If you're a Hurricanes fan, like a lot of us are, and a lot of people who listen to the show are, obviously, it's a bigger fan base. Um, if you're my boy, Juanqui, who was in disbelief the whole time as a hardcore yep. um, as a hardcore Canes fan who, who wasn't torn by affiliation he, he didn't go to FIU so it's not like you know some people yeah that went to FIU but cheer for UM um how are they feeling right now aside from the the shock and awe of the of the loss like how are they feeling okay they're feeling like shit thank you Cindy the intern but uh <laughs> God, man. you like that there it is how does uh how do you think they're feeling right now like are they wh- where are they pointing fingers at is it a toll is it a whole team thing are they pointing it at coach oh they're pointing it at, they're pointing it at coach for sure yeah that's all I've seen because I've seen I've seen both I've seen yeah. the coach thing and I've seen that there's that this is a new age bro this is the days of Ed Reed yeah you know saying Joaquin said dominate Th- those things don't matter to these kids anymore you know what matters yeah. My stats, yeah, and how many people I got following me on IG, and it makes yep. me sound like a total okay boomer, you know, like, hey, but well, it's what it but is. it is the truth. It is what you it know? is. You yeah. know, that's that's what drives these kids right now. I'm not saying all of them, obviously. There's some guys that are hurt, but there's guys that have been reported that you know the day after were seen outside, and they were like, oh man, yeah, the game sucked, but you know what? I got my stats. I put up this, that, and the other, you know, and it's an it's an unfortunate you know counterculture to. Uh, the rise of social media. This is what happens. You've created a new type of, you know, uh, a new type of of distraction in a sense, man. Because yeah. now you're, uh, you know, football is just looked at as a stepping stone to something else. You know what I mean? College football is no longer that prideful thing that it used to be. And it's weird, man. It really is. But that's it, it, the sentiment from a lot of people was, is that that the team is to blame? They just don't care. They're, they're happy. See that, you know? To counter that, that exists. If that exists for the Canes, that exists for every everybody. No, no, yeah, yeah. This is this is across college football. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is across college football. The problem is, is that we're still a team. When I when I say we're, I say Miami. Miami fans are still, bro. I you know what? If we can flashback, I wish we could, but I know it's somewhere in our 175 prior episodes in our giant catalog of of sounds. Maybe you remember this, but I've said this before, dude. Hurricanes fans are turning oh. into old Dolphin fans, bro. Yeah. Where they're still hanging on to, the, oh, five rings. Yeah, yeah, five rings. That's like 1972 undefeated season, man. Mm-hmm. The people on the team right now, most some of them weren't even born. Yeah. There's guys on the Canes team right now that weren't even born the last time we had a, that we won a championship in 2001. That was 18-year-old kids on the team, man. Yeah, they were, they were born in 2000. Yeah. 
or 2001 if they're they're 18 years old right now. Some of these freshmen, yeah, some of these 17 year olds. Yeah. Point is, that even if we're that close to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't care. You know, mm-hmm. they really they don't care that that swag, that thing. And the people who do care, which is the fan base, these guys that are still stuck on it, just like, you know, oh, 1972, man, best team of all time. Like, bro, I get it. Yeah, that was a great accomplishment. But you should demand more from your team. You know, you of should course. be excited about stuff. You should demand consistency. Exactly. And I think the fan base in Miami, it, they were all shooketh. You yeah, know, after well, the loss, for sure, yeah. There's a new um, low for that for that program. But is it though? It is. I don't think it's like bro, this is the when, it, when is the last time they lost to a team that was as unrelevant as FIU? I that's a good fair point. You know what I mean? But what about the the like? What did you think about Coach Manny Diaz at the end of the game in his press conference saying this is one of the darkest days in you know program history and I take full responsibility for? It. I no, is it not the darkest day? Darkest day was back when they closed out the Orange Bowl with a forty-five nothing loss to Virginia. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I think that, that's way worse. That like was, you know, this, what he, his comments were a little hyperbole. Yeah, you know what I mean. But not Ooh. by not by that much. Oh Gus, what? doing a hyperbole there. Yeah, bro. Nice. Yeah, I know words. Big words. <laughs> yes, right. I, mm. I did well on my SATs. There you go. So yeah. did you though? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't use hyperbole. But that's a good, uh, good, good, good job. Good, good job there. I like to say for good fair point. That's right. What does that mean? I don't know. Not a bad fair point. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. So, so your hyperbole statement? Yeah, it was a little bit of hyperbole, but isn't but not by that much, to be honest with you. You okay. know what I mean? So it was one of the darkest days in program history. Yeah, you know? but not the darkest. I think not the darkest. Because I also think like you're trying to downplay days. the F- yeah. FIU is a solid program, and guess what? UM is not very good. Yeah. I've been saying it all season long. As someone who's been to most of the Canes games, all but one, mm-hmm. all the home games, I I've, I haven't seen anything that has you know said, oh hey, this is a good team. No, yeah. I've I've seen way more inconsistencies than consistencies, and it's I don't know where where the blame goes, but I do know one thing, and this goes back, and this goes yeah. against. This is an argument we have weekly on the show, which is. Why distract yourself? Like, let the performance on the field. Hey, why? You know, I get mad that Beckham wears, like, stupid cleats, uh-huh. and he brings negative attention to himself. You know Odell what? Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Brings, yeah. yeah, he wears these cleats, and he brings negative attention to him when the team sucks. That's my standpoint. You guys are like, no, bro, it's, just, it's stupid. But you know what? Manny Diaz, you came in on a fucking boat, bro. You remember yeah. that shit when you yeah, showed yeah. up to the thing on a fucking yacht? Like, uh-huh. he showed up on a yacht trying to be all super cool. So, hey, check me <laughs> out, bro. You know? <laughs> Talking big game with the transfer portal. Talking yeah. big game with everything. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, no, we got a, a, a turnover chain part three, and now we got TD rings. And he's doing all this fucking swag and circumstance here, bro. And you come out and you fucking lay an egg like this, bro. That's on you, bro. You yeah. brought all that negative extra attention on yourself, man. And this is what happens. This, and, and again, this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. when when Beckham brings negative attention to himself instead of letting the play on the field determine, you know, whether he's mm-hmm. good or not. Yeah, you know, people are like, oh no, you're being hard on them. But no, like fucking fuck that. This is this is this is what happens. I just think, all right, oh, I think Odell Beckham doing uh, wearing whatever cleats has nothing to do. It doesn't correlate to his play on the field at all. Maybe it correlates to how he's perceived in the public. But mm-hmm. the guy, he's he's, he's, but he's again, he's it, a, goes, it goes. Every every athlete is a brand. They, yeah. they, these guys are going to. They have to. They have to market themselves. Yeah. As something more than just football, because their careers last. Such short. I get span. it. I get it. But again, uh, you, when it goes to the coach, and then the coach has to answer these questions, 
Yeah. It's th- that's unnecessary. You shouldn't have to answer these questions when the team is already sucking. And these are the questions that Manny Diaz is getting asked so right I, now because the team is sucking and you brought all that extra negative attention. I have a, I have a question for you. When when Dwayne Wade started becoming this fashion forward guy and uh-huh. and dressing different than anybody else in the NBA. Yeah. Would you have blamed him if on in the seasons that they were doing bad if he, and he was dressing like that uh-huh. if they started asking Spo about his fashion before the games, would if you, it was, would you have if it was becoming weight? an issue from the league, if the league mm-hmm. was saying, "Hey, you can't do that," and he was continuing to do that and bring negative attention, then yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. normal, and that's the whole reason I'm saying it. Yeah. If the league so hadn't the ban- said, the "Hey, thing. huh?" Remember when he wore the band aid on his face? Yeah, that, but again, the team was winning then, though. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are questions like Jimmy Johnson said uh, back when he was coach of the uh, at the U. He said, "Yo, I don't care what you guys do as long as you guys go out there and perform. Mm-hmm. I'll take all the blame. I'll to answer all the questions as long yeah. as you guys go out there and perform the way but you're supposed to. I don't care." If Odell Beckham, he does perform. Yeah, but the problem is he's doing all that stuff. He might perform, but his his stats. I don't. I don't. I gotta look at it. What is yeah. uh, his his reigns? But he's had an. He's had a, a down below, year. Yeah. below, below standard season. But, but, he, but, but he's just doing what he's always done. He's always been this person. Yeah, being a payaso. Yeah, anyway. he's, but he's been a payaso when he's had career Ex- years I, I and I get everything. it, but it's, it's, it's detrimental to what? the team right now. But anyway, we're, so. we're talking about the wrong fucking guy. We're talking about the wrong clown. The big clown <laughs> is this guy who shows up on a fucking boat, who does all this stuff, swag you, does all this stuff, and then goes out there and looks completely unprepared. Remember, I, I got on his ass about the a few weeks ago yeah. when they lost, and he said, oh, the, you know, obviously this is a rebuilding year. And then he came out and tried to correct his statement and saying, oh, it's a rebuilding uh, the, the image of the team. And it's like, no, 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 shut up, dude. You, 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 you can't yeah. say the R word, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're better than that. You can't come in here with all this stuff. And unfortunately, is he better than that, though? I think the, the program should be better than that. I, think I don't think uh, he's a he's a. He's a rookie coach, bro. I think he's a rookie head coach. Yeah, he's a rookie head this coach. This is to be expected. And he's he, when was I don't think he's ever been a head coach before. No, this is his first you, head coaching gig, yes. Yeah. But he's and, but and, here's and the it's thing. at a high profile program. A lot of these big time head coaches that you know mm-hmm. about started off at little schools and that's where they got their growing pains. That's fine. Under but the here's, radar. Here's the problem though with with Manny in this situation is that he's been here for a long time, bro. It doesn't matter, man. It it's doesn't matter. No, it does matter. No, he's, it doesn't. Because yes, it's a different thing here. being a, a coordinator and head coach. Are no, no, no. But you can't. Com- you can't blame the failures like he has on prior coaching, on uh, culture, mm-hmm. and this and that. He's been passing the buck. Yeah. On a lot of stuff, and you can't do that, dude. You've been here. If you're not happy with the way people are doing, this is what you started. You were as much a factor in this, and you were the mm-hmm. one that could have either stopped it, and you didn't, and this is where we're at right now. And well, here's that, the sad truth, bro. I won't disagree with you on that. Here's the sad truth. They they should fire him. I don't He's, think so. I, I, bro, you can't, you can't lose to FIU when you've had all this hype and all this thing. Now, has the team underperformed? Yeah. yeah. But that's you can say it's a result of his lack of you know implementing mm-hmm. the things that they need to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because of that, and you lose to an FIU team that you're not supposed to lose. This is why these Canes fans are are, are upset with reason. Yeah. You're not supposed to. And again, the matter in which they lost yeah. got dominated by an FIU team that just got waxed by FAU. It's yeah. unacceptable. Will I he get agree. fired? No. Should he get fired? Yes. But here's the problem, though. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. And this is, again... Sorry, sorry, Canes fans. I don't want to be Kane hater right here. Yeah. I, I grew up a Canes fan, but here's the here's the, the sad truth. You get rid of Manny Diaz, what are you gonna get? There's nothing out there. It's not that there's nothing out there. There is things out there, yeah. but nobody wants well, to come here because guess what? We don't pay anything for coaches, man. 
Remember, I, that actually, was the whole issue I think, when we got Mark Rick at a discount. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got I, him at a discount, but we, we ain't going to attract a big-name coach. I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I saw someone say that um, Mario Cristobal is getting paid less at Oregon. No. Is that false? No, that's false. He's getting paid pretty well at Oregon. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think his assistant coaches get paid more than uh, the head coach here. Ooh, yeah, he. Uh, that that's a Nike funded team. <laughs> that's true. So they they got plenty of money. Um, but yeah, it's it's a thing where Canes fans like, yeah, you got to pick your poison right now. You're not as good yeah. as you used to be. The team is not great. You can either get rid of your coach, but the more likely scenario, if Manny Diaz is gone, is that you'll get another Al Golden because that's yeah. the type of coach you're gonna be able to afford. Yeah, and that's why that's why I don't think Manny Diaz should be fired. I think. He personality wise is the kind of person that you need here, but he needs know, to man. figure it out. He needs I, to figure out how to be to, at a coach. I yeah, but I I thought that by and, this and point, after being in the program for as many years as he has, no man, that I I would have I I've expected way more. I expected him look, to be a lot closer to figuring it out than where he is right now. You can't expect that. Look, look I just look I, how I just many say, guys. I feel like he should have been, like he's. I feel like he's handled so many things mm -hmm. wrong, you know, and yeah. that now. Looking back at this whole body of work this season, not only has it been a disappointment, it's been a major disappointment. I feel like yeah. there's been a lot lower. Like, my expectations were, were were not very high, but he's so far from them right now that yeah. it's just, it's like, bro, like, like I mean, what, do, what do you... Do you waste another year with them and get the same thing? Because I, I have no optimism yeah. for it next season. Oh, no, no, you shouldn't. And you yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. No one should be optimistic about next season. The only thing you should expect is for him to change the way that he's going about his business. Do they, do they get rid of the turnover chain and the rings and all that and all the look at me stuff? I think so. You I think, think so? you should. Yeah. I, I think they have not earned the the right to be to be doing that kind of shit. Did you see uh homeboy what was it? The I think the Canes were down like 13 nothing dancing on the sidelines. Homeboy's dancing on the sidelines. Yep. Like even the uh, Rayshon Jenkins was uh tweeting out like man face yeah. palm like Mm -hmm. This is where we're at, bro. Yeah. That so that right there, that's Kane's fault. This, this is a low, not seen in a long time, man. This is an unfortunate low of a program. Yeah. When you got a guy dancing on the sideline, when you're down thirteen nothing at your old home, losing to a team that you should be, bro. It, it's you were a twenty point favorite, bro. Yeah, man. Remember TD was here. Hey, we'll, we'll get to yeah. it. I know the guys <laughs> have been listening to the show. TD, TD <laughs> didn't have a bet here, and I won by by flying slide here. You won by a lot. But uh, but he was so confident that he's like, yo, this is a, this is a game they got to win by forty, and yeah. I was like, no way, dude. Nope. But even even at at twenty, like they just they're just bad, bro. It's bad times for for the Canes. But um, anyway, we'll talk more about it next week with TD when he's back, and uh and uh we'll we'll, we'll hope to get a little more Canes perspective. But looking looking forward to this weekend now. FIU's going up to Marshall and For the Canes. Yeah, and the Canes are going up to North Carolina to take on Duke. Don't fuck up now, man. I yeah. do you expect anything from this team right now this week after the loss? Like do you do you think Manny Diaz is going to have that Ma Michael secret at, uh at the end of the stuff. day, at the end of the day, all these players are playing for for their futures. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it doesn't it doesn't help them to go and not give a fuck about the Duke game. They yeah. need to. Every single player needs to focus and play their best game, mm -hmm. so they can show future scouts, you know, NFL scouts or whatever, that they can, that that specific player can rebound from uh, something negative. And 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 uphold a professional demeanor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what the coaching staff is trying to 
portray or to get across to these kids. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's that's how you make it to the NFL. It's not by by having a huge social media following. You know, fucking NFL teams don't give a fuck about your social media following. So what you're saying is uh, Duke by 14. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that laugh says it all. That's confirmation there. So yeah, I I don't see the Canes winning, man, at all. This is they're they're in a they'd they're, be better they're teams this season. Yeah, but they've lost to the teams they should have lost to, yeah, and well, this is one of those games they should win, and they're not. They're, they're not coming off a bye week, so <laughs> I don't know, man. Not optimistic. But anyway, we'll talk more about it next week. Um, as far as college football goes, do you think FIU is gonna go up and beat Marshall? I uh, I think in in what we talked about with AJ, man, I mm-hmm. they they could also be suffering from uh. From a high of, you know, beating this, that that might be bigger. But I think Butch is a little – I trust Butch more than I trust Manny right now. So do I. And I think a lot of these players still have a bad taste in their mouth from losing to Marshall last season. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, that is what took them out of the Conference USA Championship game. I believe so. Right. Yeah. So they they're gonna want that revenge, and, and they they're get, they're they gonna want to go knock out Marshall this time. Yeah, knock out Marshall. Yeah, return to favor and go into their bowl game hot. Yep. Which is what you want. Caliente. Yeah. So hot right now. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, you, well, missed it, it ready, you missed it. You missed it. So hot right there now. Can't surprise right. me with these things. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of going in hot, right? Yes. Um, fantasy football playoffs uh-huh. are in full effect. <laughs> I've officially uh, relinquished my any possibility of becoming a back-to-back Lemon City Live uh, fantasy football champion as I have missed the playoffs this season. Yep. I have been totally perplexed by my team, bro. Oh, shut up. oh stop it. <laughs> my two girlies in one cup have uh have not performed up to par at all. I, I don't know. My yep. every, I failed on every pick, like my first like my, my money picks yep. all were bust. It happens. You know, and it is. This season overall, and I'm feeling it because last season I did five leagues and I made four playoffs and won three championships. Yeah. So I had a good like I I feel like I got a good pulse on fantasy football this season. I'm doing two leagues, I'm I'm on the on the bubble in one, and I've missed the playoffs on the other. Yep. Um, what what does it mean, girl with no mic? Right, anyway, <laughs> what I would it means? I just like to remind you early in the season where you were making fun of both of my teams that are now ahead of you in the standings. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, you do. Um, you totally. Do. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. Um, what are the standings in the Lemon City League? Uh, I'll go, I got. I got it pulled up right here. I right. uh, will go over it. But uh, I will say this: this season, across the board in in football and NFL in fantasy, it just uh-huh. has not made sense. It's There's, been a weird season. For it's sure. been a very weird season. I gave you props last week with your Lamar Jackson helping you get into mm-hmm. the playoffs by getting rid of Zeke. But that trade defies conventional wisdom of how you're supposed to do a fantasy football trade. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the specifics of it. It just it it defies. It's, you're not supposed to do that trade. You did it. It worked out. Yeah. But that tells you what kind of season we're in. You know, Alvin Kamara was my number one pick, has not had a 100-yard rushing game all season. He's a number one pick on a team that where he's now the featured back and is not sharing the backfield with uh, Mark Ingram. Yeah. Mark Ingram, who I picked second, has been performing pretty well, he but has. that's not what he's – I'm overachieving <laughs> with him and underachieving with everybody else, which is uh, unfortunate. It Patrick happens, Mahomes man. gets hurt. There's been a lot of, weird, been a lot of shit. weird shit. Yeah. Tom Brady, got people that banked on Brady have – you know, he David has Johnson had a bad year too. Yeah, dude. And I was, shit, shit like that. So anyway, yeah. here are the current standings. Uh, the playoff bracket is officially in, uh, in play here. Let's look at it right now. The playoff bracket. Let's give it up to our boy, friend of the show, our partner, Achilles. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, him and his vintage bush. You got it there? No there it is. No he finished the season with a 10-2 and two record and the number one seed and a first-round bye. Nice. Uh, props to Jaquiz in my pants, Gabby. Uh, our Kane's <laughs> uh, beat writer, he, yep. uh, he finished with an 8-4 record, second best in the league. He gets a first-round bye. And here's where we have the, 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 uh, the breakdown here. Let's look at it. We had a three-way tie at 7-5 and five between Miami Doc McStuffer. I don't know what yep. that name means. Me either, but I like it. But <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> At getting the three seed. That's my, Gus, boy, my boy Iggy. Gus holding it down with the number four seed with the same record with too many men on the field. Yep. Uh, Eric Henry, who has not been able to control his team and still doesn't have <laughs> access to his team, gets the fifth seed at seven and five. This is, that, this is why this season doesn't make sense. Yep. He, he auto-drafted. He, he auto-drafted. Hasn't, hasn't checked hasn't his team. Doesn't have yeah, access to it. Hasn't done anything all season. I've been try- I tried to help him out, and he, couldn't, yeah. he didn't have time to stick around and, and add him on there. And then there's uh and then there's props to Cindy, Cindy the intern here, and her Debbie does the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, like she uh she had a little slide towards the end of the season, but was able to to salvage it and finish six and six. You like and then, that? There you go. And uh finish with a six seed. So she's taking on Miami Doc McStuffer. And mm-hmm. then uh Team Henry is taking on Yuga. So yep, yep. good luck to you guys. I kinda want Eric Eric Henry to win the league. I but I kind of want that to happen. <laughs> I'm playing against him. I don't give a fuck. I kind of want him to win the league, bro. You're willing to give it up just yes. so he can do it. Let me look at his team real Only quick. Only if he wins the league, though. If he's not going to win the league, then All right, well, he's God, got, don't let it he, happen. He's got Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Hopkins, Kirk Cousins, Evan Ingram. Dude, he's been winning, and Evan Ingram hasn't even played like three weeks. Melvin Gordon, <laughs> who didn't play like the first three or four weeks. Buffalo's defense and New England kicker. Oh, Houston kicker. Wow. Oh, that's what did it, the Houston kicker. Damn, dude. Like, it, it, his bench, he's got nothing on the bench. Nothing that he, he would want to put in. His team is just incredible. <laughs> this is bullshit. I mean, he could actually, <laughs> actually he could make a change at wide receiver. Um, he and he's got Sanders and Penny and Sutton, Kirk. He could put a guy in there for um, Mike Williams. But you know what? Hey, it's been working. And as of right now, you're projected to win the game, but we know how that goes. Yeah, I so. I, I, I played him this season. I was projected to win that game too, and I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah I I lost him a couple of weeks ago, and that shot down my uh my my playoff hopes. So anyway, that's uh <laughs> that's what's happening. So congrats to you guys. Good luck to you guys, and yeah. we'll we'll follow up on it next week. But um now, sticking with the NFL theme here, man. There's a guy right now who. I mentioned just a little while ago that I was totally wrong on you making that deal for him. But, dude, Mark Jackson, bro. I don't know how to describe what we're seeing. He's the one constant, incredible thing that we've seen this season. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it still doesn't make sense. What's crazy is that there are other guys in the league that are having MVP caliber seasons. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson is just shitting on them. Like, he's having such a better season than these guys. Like, like Russell Wilson is having an MVP caliber season, but he's nowhere near Lamar Jackson's fucking stats or anything. Yeah, let me see. Let me pull up his stats actually. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, man, Lamar Jackson. I think he's gonna. He's on pace to be the first guy to rush and pass over a thousand yards in one season. Well, here's his stats right now. He's twenty four hundred yards passing, twenty four touchdowns, five picks, and a QBR of eighty one. He's been killing it. Yeah, still a little extra on the Parmigiano there, huh? Um, 
It is it is impressive his stats, but it's also oh wait we haven't even seen his rushing stats. That's the other thing. Yeah, I think he's like at seven hundred something. Man, what is okay? Hold on, because this is full splits. What is this? Ah, where do I see rushing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't see. I don't see what you're looking at. Yeah, no, it's it's because it's because it's the quarterback. So he's giving me. Here we go. He has got eight hundred and seventy six yards rushing. Ooh. So he can easily get the thousand. He's got six yeah. touchdowns. So he's got thirty. He's accounted for thirty touchdowns this season. That's incredible, man. Um, now I mentioned this. We talked about it briefly last week. Yes. I still believe, based on what we've seen in the past, the Mike Vicks, Tim Tebow's, the Colin yeah. Kaepernick's, the 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 mobile quarterbacks that have come and gone, um, Ro- uh, Robert Griffin the third. I think that it's still as 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 incredible as it is right now. If I was gonna bet, I will still take the field catching up to him than him being the that incredible outlier that will never be caught. But do you think they can catch up to him this season? I don't think so. I I think this season right now, he's 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 just he's he's, he's surprised so many people. It's like yeah. Cam a few years ago. Um, with the with the Panthers the riding run. all the way to the Super Bowl, you know he was everything was working for him. Yeah, but it just takes one well prepared team at the right time, which can happen in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got to go through New England, mm-hmm. and at the at the, the at the pace that it's right now, they're uh, how is Belichick going to cheat to beat Lamar? Exactly, Jackson? he'll How's, find a way. You how know? is he going to do it? And that's what I want to know. Yeah, he's going to get a. See, it'll be it'll be interesting, but yeah. the. Uh, the thing is, I'm willing to, 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 to bet that eventually the league will catch up to it. And then the real test and the real um, the real breakthrough will be how will he adjust? Because right now he's yeah. just like he's so far up on people that they don't know how to. It's like the Wildcat. You know, again, it's the example yeah. of the Wildcat. It's like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this. I've never seen this guy. He's already he has a faster speed than, than Mike Vick has in Madden. Okay, they already said that his speed is faster than Mike Vick was in Madden. And Mike Vick was the best player ever in Madden. Okay, that's 2004 <laughs> yeah. Mike Vick. Um, so he's so far ahead of everybody and so ahead in, 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 in how he does things that people don't know how to catch up. But again, you get enough tape, you get enough time to game plan, you get a season off where everybody digests, looks at, sees what you did. How are you going to be able to adjust to their adjustments? That's going to be the big test. Yeah. I think I, I as of right now, Gus, next season, going into a fantasy draft, would you, would you take him as a with the first round pick? Not a first round pick. You never take a quarterback with a first round pick, bro. Would it, okay, would would he still be the first quarterback taken off the board? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. I'd still go Mahomes. I'd still go with somebody that I feel is it, it can has more of mm-hmm. has been doing it a little longer. You know what I mean? And and it's it, he's been doing it for one season longer. <laughs> one season longer, but hey, he's he they he's shown that the adjustments. They've made against them by taking away weapons. You know, mm-hmm. he's got no Kareem Hunt, but he's still putting up incredible stats. The problem yeah. this season is he got hurt. Yeah. You know, he's been playing hurt. First it was the ankle, then it was the kneecap, and he came back, and he's still doing it. So don't discount them. Homeboy's got a cannon, and he can move. So we'll see. But anyway, crazy stat of the day, okay, which is this. The Ravens have punted twice in their last three games. The Gravens? The, the Ravens. Oh, okay. Oh, I Ravens. said Gravens? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. You got gravy on the mind, bro. Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, yeah, homie. Yeah, yeah, dude. So the last three games against the Gravens, the <laughs> Bengals, Texans, and Rams, they've only punted twice in their last three games. Wow. That's amazing. 
And you know what's crazier is that the two punts that have happened in their last three games, Lamar Jackson wasn't the quarterback. They had already shifted over to the backup. That's amazing. Yes. That is a banana stat. That right there is how you bring it, bro. That is how you bring it. Like uh, like the way Ludacris did, you know, with the (laughs) – what was the song? Fuck, I already forgot the song. Sticky, icky, icky, icky. No, the other one. The first one, roll out. You know, oh, what roll mean? out. Yeah, 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 dude. So, um, anyway, hats off to Lamar Jackson. I, I've been so wrong on the guy. I know he got my tweet. I tweeted at him. I said, "Hey, my bad. <laughs> I know nothing about football. I was completely wrong about you. Carry on, MVP." And he he sent me a DM. Told me, uh, he "There you go, bro." Hey, Gus, you remember uh, last season when he was a rookie and we saw him at the Panthers game and we were yes. just standing right next to a Heisman Trophy winner. Yep. And this season's MVP, and we didn't even know it was him. Yeah, we're man. Just like, oh, crazy, big tall what, dude. <laughs> what about that? That uh, that squad, the Ravens have three Heisman Trophy winners on yeah. their team, man. Did you see that? They, they there's a picture going around where they uh both RG three and him yep. were on the field and. With my, uh, my, uh, Mark Ingram. All yep. three of them were in the backfield that one. Heisman for, for formation. Play. Yeah, the Heisman formation. That's fucking tight, dude. That is awesome, bro. That is pretty cool. It's good to see RG3 kind of still be able to participate and contribute, you yes. know. Yes, I'm glad that he's still, got, he's still got a career. Yeah. You know. But again, you could, I hope, I hope Lamar Jackson is something we've never seen before and not, you yeah. know, not that. Not, not what we have seen. Which the thing is that Lamar Jackson, all right, so think of all the running quarterbacks that have all that have ever played. Yeah. They've, they've they've never been like somebody with the stature of Lamar Jackson. Like, he's like Ben Roethlisberger. If Ben Roethlisberger could move like Mike Vick, he's not that big. Yes, he is, bro. Lamar Jackson so. is big as fuck, son. Really? Yeah, dude. No, he's six two two twelve, man. That's fucking big. How big is uh Ben bro, Roethlisberger? Bro, he's like he's like, like six four. He's like two inches taller than me, and I'm probably heavier than him. Than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yes, <dude. laughs> no, but that guy's a big head. No, dude, I'm telling you, he's not that big. <laughs> no, but he's pretty big. Just because he's slim doesn't mean he's not big, man. I'm, I'm just telling you, he looks big with the pants. I think he's undersized. I don't think there's much. Look, Ben, no, Big Ben, six five. Big Ben is three inches taller and okay. and thirty five pounds heavier. He's two forty plus, and that's right, that right. was the last time he was weighed. You know, he hasn't been weighed in a while, so he's up like two fifty <laughs> and shit. Yeah. You know, Cam Newton, that's a big dude. Lamar that Jackson is, is dude, still a small a guy, dude. bro. But I, I wouldn't say he's a small guy compared man. to these animals. Yes, but, but he's not like Mike Vick small. Yeah, he's fucking. He's he's for the guy that can move like that. He's big. I okay. I'll put it this way: he's more Mike Vick than he is Ben Roethlisberger. As far I think, as body I think types, I think he's a healthy medium, bro. I think he's like in the middle. What's Ben? What's Mike I think Vick? he's got best of both worlds. Is what I'm trying to say. Best you know of both I mean? worlds. Yeah, bro. Who, who's I that? feel like there's a TV show called Best of Both Worlds. I feel like that should be a potato chip. Best of both worlds. Uh, what would be on it? Mm. Well, I guess salt and vinegar. That's already up there. Uh, that's that's not, got the best of both. That's not in my top five. Salt and vinegar in my top five. What's your top five? Bro. Top five potato chip type <sighs> snacks. Because they're man. not all chips and they're not all made from potatoes. But, you know. Like you know what? I'll tell you what's not on my top five. I am a big mm-hmm. um, advocate against the spread and consumption of Pringles. Really? I hate Pringles. What? It is the fucking... Bro, it's worse than generic cheap chips. You're crazy. You really? Yeah, bro. You like Pringles? Yes. Cindy the intern loves Pringles. Yeah, there's wow. not a good Pringle. It's like a, it come, first of all, it comes in a tennis con- tennis ball container. Who cares how it comes? It's, it's, it's just whack. Like, I'm not eating tennis that's, balls. That's why you hate it. 
No, that's uh, not why I hate it. You've just showed your it. hand. No, I hate it because the chip is just not good. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You're crazy. What's a good flavor? The regular, original, or the cheese ones? Mesquite barbecue. So. Ugh. Oh, no, negative. I love dude. barbecue chips. I like barbecue chips, but not those. Oh, no, um, they're great, man. You're crazy. I'm I look- guarantee, I guarantee that you are on the wrong side of that argument. I that you are that, can, that can I you, guarantee that is an note. unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Let's do a, do, a, do a, make a poll there. Make a note to do a poll there, and uh, we'll we'll get a fan pulse on it. You know, uh, Pringles, thumbs up, thumbs down. Just do that. Okay. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Pringles. Um. Okay. I love salt and vinegar. Uh, Cheetos, the skinny ones are always money, but I never have it. it Cheetos. It's never. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never go to it. Those are in my top five. Uh, Fritos, not a fan. Fritos, I'll eat Fritos. I'll eat Fritos, yeah. but I'm not a fan. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely above Pringles, though. Um, what else? Oh, oh, okay. Maybe this is this is. We might have to have an arbiter, uh, rule on this. What about pretzels? They come in a potato chip bag, and you eat them like potato chips. But are mini pretzels or mm. pretzels considered like pretzel sticks? Are that? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. No. Cindy, let's get a. I need an arbiter. If she comes by, and we'll have a roast. But see that to me, I know that's, that's your. I know that's your favorite. That's that pretzels, that's man. Yeah, nah. that might be my number one. They're not in my top five either. Really, bro? Yeah, How do no. you not like pretzels? I, I'll eat them. They're just whatever to me. They're kind of bland. Pretzels just were salty. That's it, bro. Pretzels were something I discovered late in life. Yeah, I remember. I was like, in, I think I was like in high school or just graduated, and I was in like a break room at work, and all of a sudden there was some pretzels, there, and I was just so, so hungry, and I was like, Ugh, let me try this, and I ate it. No, I'm not talking about your freckles. Come here. I need you to rule on something, Cindy. Um, Cindy, the intern here, joining us. Okay. We're, go- we're going over top uh, five or f- our favorite potato chips. Okay? And I am – I you know I don't like Pringles. Definitely not in my top five. Probably the, the bottom of bottom. Um, and that I know you're ridiculous. a big fan. That is ridiculous. Seriously. Bomb.com. Blech. Anyway – um. Yes. Exactly. Man, it tastes like bleh. it's so cheapy. No, um. Wait, anyway, you're insane. Bro. Let me know. Let me know here. Okay, pretzels. Do you consider that a potato chip? You buy it in the potato chip aisle. It comes in a bag like potato chips, and you eat them the w- same way as potato t- chips. Um. Nuts also come in the fucking aisle. No, you don't get a bag <laughs> of nuts. Okay. Yeah, you can. You don't get a bag of nuts. Yeah, you can. No, you yes, bag you a, can. You get planters. Nuts you come can. in those cans. They also come in cans, but they also come in bags. But they primarily come in cans. Nobody thinks of like, I'm gonna go get a bag of nuts. <laughs> no, no, now like that's they're starting not, to switch that's up. That's not a bag of nuts. That's like, what is that? Walnuts? But that's not. Nah, it's not like a potato chip bag. A potato chip bag and a pretzel bag look exactly the same. I think pretzels mm. are a potato chip, and therefore they're the number one potato chip for me. Followed by salt and vinegar, and don't I don't know. Chips need to be made out of potatoes? No, we're saying potato chip, potato chip type snacks like Cheetos, you know, or actual potato chips yeah, or yeah, Doritos. Doritos, Doritos are t- tortilla chips. Are you Doritos Nacho or Doritos Cool Ranch? I'm Cool Ranch, baby. I like Cool Ranch, yeah, but I also like Nacho. Well, of course, you can't yeah, go wrong with either. You can't go wrong with either, bro. I feel like I'm forgetting some. Are you Crips or blood? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting some. But um, what about you know which ones I like? I like Oots. Oots I, chips. I don't know what those are. U-T-Z? 
I don't know what those are. Those bags, the UTZ. Oots. You ever had pirate Cape booty? Cod. Cape Cod chips? Oh, Bro. Cape Cutter are badass. Yes, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know which one it is, but it's like baked ones. Is that it? Yes. Cape Cod baked? Yeah, they're baked. Yeah, and they're, good. And they're, they're like very wavy and they're super crunchy. Mm-hmm. They're kettle fried. That's what ah. they are. My bad, yeah. What about the popcorn? But I do the like baked. Cheddar? I do like baked chips though. Yeah. That Lay's Lay's does the best baked chips. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, but the, you know what? That's I think that's what it is. Those baked chips taste like Pringles. I feel like there's a similar taste there for me. Don't like them. You're a crazy person. Don't like them. Can't win with them. Can't win without them. Don't want them. Don't want them on my team. Uh huh. <laughs> what are you talking? No, okay, first of all, you don't have a mic, so whatever insults. Oh, anyway, um, man, what is it? You know what? I'm going to Google this. Google what? What are you Googling? Top what? Potato. Tell us what you're Googling. Top potato chip flavors. Here we go. Oh, okay. Barbecue is my number one. Nah. It's my number one, you fuck. That's what I said, okay? <laughs> all right. Yeah, um, how about? I've been dealing with his ass all day, and I got to get it from you, too? <laughs> <laughs> that's, true, that's true okay here we go <laughs> coming in at number 17 according to the huffington post is uh lay's limon the lime chips those are pretty good i like i like the um, tostitos ones the tostitos lime those are good Fuck that's yeah, easily bro. the best that's the best tostitos yes hands down is the lime one 100 give me five that's what's up High five. High five. um let's see here something called walker's bacon flavored walker's looks like the lay's logo I guess that's another brand. But never yeah. heard of her. <laughs> never heard of her. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Any of these kettle brand potato chips? Um, right. Ruffles original came in at number ten. Oh, Ruff- Oh, I saw a video of this girl talking about Ruffles, but she kept pronouncing it Ruffles. Ruffles. <laughs> and it was so annoying. You know what's a, a, a an old school Hispanic party hack that I always like to do? What? Was whenever you know you get the cakes from like Publix, the big fucking with the frosting and all that stuff. Yeah. I love those Ruffles originals when uh-huh. you dip it into the frosting and eat it like that. I don't oh. know what that taste was always like what? my favorite thing as a kid. It's kind of like, um, or dipping the croqueta into it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's kind of like uh, dipping your fries into your frosty. Yeah, I you know yeah. I never got into that. I did. I'm a. I, I stuff. when I was young, I would put fries in my burger. Oh, that yeah. was always like a cool thing to do. That's good stuff. At school, I put corn on my pizza. <laughs> eh? Oh, <laughs> yo, fist me, bro. That's what's up. <laughs> okay, so it looks like cheddar and sour cream. Sour cream and cheddar. That's another uh, fan That's favorite bad. flavor, bad, but eh, I can do without. Um, yeah, look, number two is Miss Vicky's sea salt and vinegar. Oh, Miss Vicky's. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Vicky's is good. Miss Vicky's is like a Cape Cod. Yeah. And Same then thing. number one is barbecue chips in any style. So Gus, yes! I guess you uh you uh you win that one. I have good taste. Uh, apparently, I'm not a fan of barbecue chips though. I like them, bro. I gotta I, be I would very eat an much, entire bag. I gotta be very much in the mood. You know which barbecue chips I do like though? Which ones? The uh, Fritos, the twirly ones. Oh, those you know are, what I'm talking about? Pretty good. Yeah, Fritos yeah. twist, but with barbecue. Oh, uh, yeah. that one is good. That's pretty good. I'll throw down on that any day. But anyway, um, any last uh, words here, Gus? Do you like the crunchy Cheetos or the cheesy poofs Cheetos? Bro, okay. All right. <sighs> if you had to pick one for the rest of your life. Man. Ooh. <laughs> I'd, if I had to pick one, probably poofs. Yeah? Yeah. 
All right. I feel like it's the Poof's chips also taste really good in the cake. <laughs> 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 That's all I know. And it's just because here's the thing. You know why? Uh-huh. Because the consistency is always going to be good. What do you mean? Like the texture? cheesy poof is always the same shape. They're all oh, the same. Yeah, yeah. They're all so the same. every bite is going to be mm, good. Every once yeah. in a while, you get a weird Cheetos that just, you know, is a little too short. Yeah. Doesn't satisfy. You, you always dig in there for the big ones, you know, for the bigger yep. pieces. But then sometimes you get the small ones. And it just, the it, the, the, the taste fluctuates. It's yeah. still good. Yeah. But if I got to go one for the whole rest of my life, I'm going with that nice consistency. Nice. That nice. All right. What about you? I, 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 uh, I respect that. Respect. I w- <laughs> Respect. Fact. Gotta respect the condom. <laughs> um, shout out to Adam Sandler. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I gotta look that up. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with crunchy. Really? Yeah, just because I like that texture better. In, but you, you are right with the consistency aspect. Yeah. But uh, I gotta go crunchy. Just, I just like, I like crunchy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Like crunchy stuff. But I do like, you know, the cheesy poofs. Just letting it like melt in your mouth. Yeah, that's I like good. doing that. That's but then, it, but then it gets stuck in your teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the side. That's the bad drawback. Of yeah. It. yeah, it's like the butterfinger of potato chips. Ooh, but I and I love butterfingers, but yeah. it gets stuck in your teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna have to do a, a candy bar one again. Yeah, just do this all day. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Remember to subscribe to the show. We're found on uh, across all platforms that you might be listening to: Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, everywhere you can consume podcasts. Please like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a little five-star rating if you like the show, leave a little five-star rating if you don't like the show, and leave a little comment if you like it, tell us how much you like it, and if you don't like it, still leave a positive review, but tell us how much you don't <laughs> like it, but give us five stars. Um, anyway, thanks again to AJ Riggs for joining us. Shout out to uh, all the peoples out there enjoying your meals today on Thanksgiving Day. Enjoy. And uh, Gus, I am thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. How about that? Yeah. It's good. Give me five. Give me five, bro. What a yeah. positive show today, huh? It was a great show. We just, we've been thankful for each other. Yeah. We agreed on things. I gave you the point for it's your true. potato chip take. Yeah. Look at that, bro. Look at that, man. It's a great day. Hey, by the way. What? FIU. Yeah. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups of college football. Ooh. I don't know. Today they are. Today? All right. I'll <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> There you go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, kid go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.